Hi guys, what's up? I'm Christina from Samondo. Welcome to Samondo Talks. Today's video is for all Amazon sellers out there having a hard time finding the right listing optimization software. So I know there are many tool providers out there, each one claiming that they have the best features for your business. So it can be tough to choose the right one. So we want to give you some insights. And for that reason, I'll be speaking with Troy Johnston, co-founder of Seller Tools today, about their company, their software, and what makes them different from other tools. Let's say hi to Troy. So um, today we're going to talk about your listing optimization software, um, Seller Tools. Can you tell me in one sentence what does Seller Tools offer to its users? Um, I think in one sentence it's really an all-in-one suite of optimization tools for Amazon sellers. That's that's really the shortest way I could I could describe it. And the focus is keyword research, right? Yeah, that's really the cornerstone of what we we offer. But we've really built it out now to include things like alerts. Uh, we have API access, so we really want it to be a one-stop shop for uh, Amazon sellers as they look to really automate their business. That's that's the evolution of the of the platform. Okay. Perfect. Um, I mean, there are lots of tools out there, right? You know, like I have the feeling that every two weeks, some tool provider just pops up and just drops their software on the market. Can you tell me what is the main benefit of your software? What really differentiates you from your competitors? Yeah, I think, I think the automation piece is the hugest, sort of the hugest part now moving forward. Um, a big advantage that I feel like we have with, our core team, some of the co-founders, um, we're sellers ourselves and high volume, high revenue sellers, uh, really successful um, sellers in, in their own right. And really what we've been trying to do is take the strategies that we deploy in our own businesses, turn them into features into the platform. And so when we really safeguard our time, we figure out how do we leverage a tool to do it for us versus spending our valuable time? Because most sellers who've started an FBA business, they really got in it to leverage Amazon, save time, make money. And really, if we can do both of those things for a seller through a feature like the API, that's really what we focus on. So you mentioned that you're an Amazon seller yourself? Yes, yes. Um, right now it's a little, uh, Solo Tools is my main focus. Um, I sold a flagship brand, man, now time has flown by, it's been about a year and a half. Um, and that was a big, going through the acquisition and the transition pieces, and then moved on to consulting where I was a little bit more hands-off, uh, which I always encourage sellers to consider as an option. If you're struggling with your business or really just starting to lay a foundation for understanding FBA, consulting and advising is a really great way to go because if you can leverage your know-how, and the beauty is, as you alluded to, Christina, all these tools, you can go in, pay $50, pay some really low amount of money, leverage the tool to do all the heavy lifting for you, and then deliver that value to a seller. So. Uh, it's a really cool landscape, I think, right now for, for sellers. You also have this really good customer service, I think, because even I, and I'm, I'm not an Amazon seller myself, and I never sold on Amazon, and I'm not really in-depth with the technology, but I watch some of your webinars. So this is a focus of yours, right? That you give all the piece of information on how to use your software to your users. Absolutely. Absolutely. We really try to obsess over the focus of, okay, if we give this really cool feature, unless somebody understands how to use, use it to its fullest, 
um, it, can, it can be underutilized. Its full power or value may not be felt. So we really try to be intentional about that. That's really great. Um, why did you start Seller Tools? So I, I actually joined Seller Tools after uh, two of the other co-founders, uh, one, one who was actively selling, managing multiple brands, brands doing eight figures. I mean, these really massive brands. And he started to create Seller Tools really for himself. A lot of the core features, whether it was keyword research or automating keyword research, uh, listing optimization, some of those core features. He and then one of the other co-founders, which is a developer, actually synced up through our network and really started to build out this more formal marketplace ready version of Seller.Tools. And really right before that hit the market uh, is when I joined and we kind of put our heads together and say, okay, now we're ready to really blow this up, get that commercial appeal um, and, and really get in front of a lot of sellers. And that's where, you know, uh, that's really, really took off. And how did they find you? Um, it was really our network. We were, I'm very fortunate um, through our community, uh, kind of a larger FBA community and then our closer network. Um, you know, we were constantly talking about new opportunities, different directions. Uh, one of the developers had already built some Amazon tools. Um, co the other co-founder, uh, Vernon Morris, was running his business and then doing this on the side. And I was just coming off of consulting from my acquisition. So the timing worked out really well. And it was, uh, it was actually an event, a uh, networking event where we said, hey, uh, we're so they all, really work. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. It's always a good idea. That's, it's, you know, something is a, a big takeaway for sellers is making sure you get out there. Uh, I'm guilty of it and was guilty of it as much as anybody else is you stay behind the scenes. You think you just need to sit, you know, put your head down and run your business. But this was a prime example. And I mean, now we have a massive uh, platform with global appeal for that's empowering so many sellers. And it was by virtue of connecting at a, an event. That sounds great. Maybe Toby and I should <laughs> also join one of those many seller events, but I don't know <laughs> if, we, if we got the time the next month, but we're really hoping to do that. Um, so what was your best and what was your worst moment during your time at Seller Tools? Best and worst moments. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I would say for those that have really been tapped into tools and some of the changes, changes have been the constant, of course, for Amazon sellers, and we're not insulated from that at all as tools and software providers. Um, and so I think the big change where uh, there was a search volume impact to the availability of Amazon search volume was bittersweet because we, as with every other tool provider, we, that, that loophole was essentially closed. But what made it really great is that our team did a great job of already developing solutions where we were leveraging Amazon data to essentially meet those same objectives. Because search volume informed keyword prioritization. You knew, okay, this keyword has more search volume. It's more important than a keyword that has less search volume. Yeah. Because our team had developed other solutions, we were able to kind of take it in stride and have a, a competitive advantage in the marketplace. So I think that was really big for us because it was like, oh man, we're really stressing out. And then, we're, then we kind of looked back at our suite of tools and features and like, wait, we've got Amazon data empowering sellers to meet that same objective. Ultimately, when they take a step back, they want to prioritize keywords. Really search volume is just a means to get to that end, but we had data to already, already support that. Okay, good answer actually. Um, <laughs> When we were um, playing out this interview with the questions, 
I really had to think, I think for like five minutes or something, what my best and worst moment at Sermondo was. But uh, so far there wasn't a worst moment, so I hope that won't cough. I'm just saying this because Toby is also sitting here in the office. <laughs> um, that stays the case. <laughs> so, um, what do you like most about your business or your work at Seller Tools? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool to to continue to come up with solutions that uh, that really empower sellers. Um, if if I'm totally honest, and this is something that sellers know they can empathize with, I like being a little bit removed from the volatility of Amazon. Again, I alluded to uh, one case where we did experience that, but sellers know when listings go down uh, and suspensions take place and uh, malicious activity, you know, that, that stuff really stinks for somebody who's putting a lot on the line and investing in their business. And so um, I wouldn't say, I would say I was somewhat intentional to pivot to the software space to, to um, really still enjoy that. Um, but that was, you know, that was a, you know, um, yeah, that was a big reason of, of uh, pivoting in this direction and thinking, okay, well then what, what problems can we help solve? Can we create an alert to where as soon as somebody experiences that malicious activity or is about to realize that, ex that suspension or even something as simple as letting, you know, now sellers are dealing with review eligibility. Now we have a feature for that. So it's, it's problem, problem solving, but kind of a different perspective. Um, and it's still leveraging the opportunity that is Amazon FBA. I mean, we're, yeah. We're all, whether it's tool providers, whether it's sellers, whether it's freight, you know, all of these different providers are gravitating towards this gold rush that's still ongoing. I mean, it's still a massive opportunity for all parties involved. Yeah, you're right with that. Also in the, in the German market, I have a feeling that this whole FBA thing is a little bit underdeveloped. Like a lot of people are doing it, but there's still so much space, space and so many niches for sellers to tap into. So it's really a huge opportunity. But uh, Toby actually wrote his master thesis recently about uh, risks of selling on Amazon. And it's really horrible because um, the more and more he did research, the more and more he found that a lot of sellers accounts got suspended and everything. Um, so that brings me actually to my next question. Um, what's the vision of seller tools? Do you want to be like really an all in one software that solves every single problem that can occur doing FBA? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's, it's really the highest value activities. Um, what the seed of the idea, I think this is where the nuance uh, of our platform really comes to play is that we have, our, our team is high volume, high revenue sellers. I mean, um, again, one of the other co-founders, he sold his business for eight figures. He's an eight, effectively an eight figure earner but he did that with a team of a handful of people. And so what was required of him and what we want to have show up in the platform is how can you have tools take the place of paying somebody, you know, five, six figures uh, or building, building these vast teams or even, even an army of VAs where a tool at $50, $100 a month can effectively automate those core and foundational pieces of your business. So it's really high value activities in an automated fashion and leveraging, we, we have this, um, there's a lot of talk in our space about thought leadership. And I think for us, it's really important that because we have practical, successful sellers at the, at the helm, that that translates directly into the features that come out of the platform. So that's really the most succinct way is, is uh, to kind of explain it is what's the most highest value activities that we can automate for an FBA seller and focus on those. And then if there's other features we can roll out, sure. But 
we start with the most impactful first. Talking of automation, because I'm pretty sure that you automate a lot of processes in your company as well. Um, but are there any tasks that you outsource to freelancers or VAs? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that's redundant, anything that, um, and I constantly try to revisit this. What am I doing day to day that's redundant, that's not a high value activity for me, that I can create clear milestones, a clear sequence, a clear objective, and hand off to a VA. And then there's just subject matter expertise. You know, when it comes to like video editing, I, I don't need to be spending time in iMovie and trying to, you know, customize a video. Yeah. Uh, there's people that are much better, well versed, and can do it faster and better than me at the end of the day. Yeah, because you can do everything. I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you could hire a famous person, like some famous person from the whole world for seller tools, who would that be and why? Oh man, famous, a famous person. Um, I, don't, I, I would probably just go with whoever is the most popular at the time that I need them because <laughs> having, having attention, attention is like the new currency now, right? Where, uh, you know, the Kardashians, um, <laughs> I mean, that's such a, that's a, such a ridiculous example, but at the same time, when you have millions and millions of people and eyeballs and, and, and ears, um, that, that can be enough. And that's kind of one of the tricky parts about our space. There's an argument that there's maybe too much content out there and it makes it harder for a seller to really cut through and figure out, Hey, what's high value, who knows what they're talking about, who's creating content for content's sake. And so it, it becomes very, very nuanced, but I think, um, yeah, to answer your question, it would be who, who could give me most, the most attention, most eyeballs that I can segue in to say, Hey, by the way, we do this. Uh, you <laughs> can know. you promote this on your Instagram? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, I don't, know, I don't know if that's sad or uh, just the way things are now, but, uh, but uh, attention is currency, you know? Yeah, that's it. That's it. But I really was expecting when I was writing down the question that the first person I interview, which happens to be you, will say Jeff Bezos or something. Because, because... <laughs> I thought it was a little too on the nose, a little, a little, too, uh, a little too easy. But uh, yeah, honestly, well, I say that he probably has the same, he probably has the same reach, but uh yeah. So you like to be challenged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go a different route, different route, the, the, the road less traveled. <laughs> Speaking of um, people that have a lot of influence, are there any people in your environment, like family or friends that really influenced how Shallow Tools developed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say um, definitely friends, my, my close network, they're almost all sellers. Um, and so uh, a lot of them, again, very fortunate that they're very successful. So we get to gripe about what's, you know, what we're dealing with, you know, pain points, uh, successes, challenges. So I think that's really helped to inform and guide where the platform is going in its, in its trajectory. Um, you know, I think when you try to glean from two, from friends, from non, uh, people not necessarily in the space is, you know, I just try to be cognizant of that same type of thing of what's, What's really high value? How do people safeguard their time? How are they creating systems and processes? Some of that, again, is stuff I just kind of geek out on. So I, of course I have a, a, an ear for that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think is, is, it's always prudent to think about what you can apply in other industries or from other people and what, what their personal challenges are and how that can show up in you know, what you do and what you're, what you're creating at the end of the day. 
Really good answer. You're a really good interview partner. You got to say, maybe yeah. we, we need to do a second one and I will have to come up with harder questions. <laughs> um, because we're actually already at the last question, which is, da -da -da -da, can you name three tips that you would give to any Amazon seller out there? Three tips. Um, oh man, that's a, that's a good question. Or um, I would say first and foremost, be very intentional about trying not to follow the herd mentality. That's kind of counterintuitive, but uh, you need to make sure you're con you can point out what you're doing differently than everybody else and every other seller. Um, it's that definition of insanity. What are you, what are you doing? Are you doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? Um, so I think that's a crucial piece. Not too far off from that is, is being very intentional about the content you consume and not consistently learning and not acting. Um, almost all of us are guilty of that in some form or fashion. So it's really important to be able to say, hey, what's my 80-20? What's going to positively impact uh, what I'm doing, what I'm working on, and safeguard my resources? Um, I would say as an extension of that is being really cognizant of your time. Sellers are notorious for not valuing their time. Uh, like I said, with, with tools getting better and better and even cheaper and cheaper, the idea of spending $100 to do a dozen things and then say, oh, no, I'd, I'd rather spend two days, 16 hours of my life, you know, whatever that boils down to in, your, in terms of your effectively hourly rate for a finite fixed, re, you know, uh, a resource that is effectively joining. And then probably while you got into this business, we, we have to catch ourselves when we're being irrational. And sellers are sometimes guilty of that. Um, I think, I think that's, those are two really big, um, yeah, two really big things. The third one is buy our software. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if, if, whatever, whatever that looks like, you know, um, solid tools is one is one solution. If, if you can find something else, I would just say just because it, it's tough to see that. I mean, there's enough people now in this space that the opportunity is still there. It's really tough. And I, I can um, empathize. I was there when, when I was working a full-time job and doing this on the side, and, you know, jumping into conference rooms, to take calls with suppliers and like just trying to get away to really realize this opportunity to its fullest. So uh, yeah, I would just say, don't hesitate to invest. Be willing to take that risk. If you have the means and resources, safeguard your time. That's your most finite resource. So, you know, uh, again, bask in that too. Sellers, this is the most unique opportunity, not only in terms of FBA, but people, yes, like seller tools are, are obsessing over solutions to make them very cost effective, but very high leverage, high value. Um, and put those to use. Like I said, it, it, we're, we're all very, sometimes have trouble attributing value to what that offers. So whether it's seller tools or other tools or platforms or other automation, value your time, leverage the resources that are available to you and uh, yeah, get to it. Action is, is always more important than, than just knowledge consumption. Catch yourself if you're just learning, learning, learning and not doing. Perfect. These are some good tips. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, hopefully it helps. It helps some that are out there. <laughs>